Hi, everyone. This is Carrie Bellog. I am the founder and chief groupie of Brand Groupies, where we obsess about your brands. Build your brand, rock your brand, and fans will come. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Brand Groupies podcast. We are... uh, Recording today for the first time in the Red Bank studio of A Shared Universe with Ming Chen. So we're super psyched to be here. And our guest is MK Larson. Welcome. Hi, Carrie. Thank you for having me (laughs) as the first guest on Broad Street. Yes, we're so excited to be here and um, and hear MK's story. She has so much to offer as a brand leader. And so, you know, we're doing this series called the Backstage uh, Series on the Brand Groupies podcast, where we interview brand leaders and entrepreneurs who are building and rocking their brands. And they're the people behind the brands, the, the people who really make these brands shine. So um, a little bit about MK Larson. She's an ICF accredited coach. She coaches leaders to use their own voice to build a strong and authentic message to connect with their audience. She has over 15 years of experience training Fortune 500 leaders, TEDx speakers, and growing businesses nationally. Her coaching is proven to help messaging be more engaging, authentic, and compelling. Her main objective is to help others communicate their value. She has coached Fortune 500 uh, companies and growing businesses, um, creating compelling corporate scripts, effective rehearsal techniques, authentic storytelling skills, and effective breathing techniques. Um, Her coaching style draws upon her background in theater arts to help clients deliver the best professional presentation possible. Having worked at the ART at Harvard, the Public Theater, and the American Musical and Dramatic Academy in New York, she is well-trained to help speakers with executive stage presence. MK Larson Public Speaking is a business which coaches speakers with communication skills for interviews, speeches, meetings, and conferences. Wow, you do a, <laughs> you do it all. <laughs> I sound so much better when someone is reading that. Wow, oh my thank goodness. you for that. Thank you for that. Well, there's so much that you know that you do, and and you have such an amazing um, background. And I just want to you know talk about how we met. We met at a women's. I think it was a co working or co. Um, was it a networking? It group. was. A networking yes. group and right? you were in, in the audience. Yes. And mm-hmm. you came up to me and mm-hmm. handed me your card. And I was oh, just yeah. thinking about this this morning because you handed me your card and I thought to myself, wow, she is someone that's really making a statement because you have that black card, card with the red lips. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh my gosh, another kind of artsy person Aww, in the area. Thanks. I don't yes. know if I ever told you that. No, well, thank you. I was so You're impressed welcome. with you. You you got up there and we're just talking about public speaking and, um, you know, everything that you you do and you offer to clients. So you, you like totally made an impression on me. And then we connected, I think, through, you know, different organizations or, or people. Right. And now you are our media trainer for our brand groupies clients. And uh, every single person we come in contact with. We're like, you need MK, you need MK. And we talk oh. about you all the time because well, we just, you guys are so nice. No, we're your biggest groupies. And it's really nice are. to work with people that you feel like you have something in common with. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, totally. Good business relationships and 
you know, it's good stuff. It's you, good stuff. Lauren. Oh, thank you. People. Ming. Ming, right? <laughs> the whole the whole crew. So, um, I, you know, I want to ask you more about your background, but tell us a little bit about right now, um, you know, who some of your clients are and, and, you know, what you're focusing on right now at the present day in your career. Present day. Okay. I seem to attract a lot of techies, architects, and engineers, mm-hmm. healthcare professionals. Um, I would say, believe it or not, more of an introverted personality. And there are people that I I do get the people like the salespeople that might have something coming up and they'll call me at the last minute. But generally, it's someone um, like an engineer who wants to build that year long relationship to have his year plan or her year plan be, I want to be a better public speaker. I want to be able to have a bigger vision for my company, Mm. things like that. Okay. Because you also think, you know, TEDx seems so intimidating to some people. Oh, you know, I'm not going to do a TEDx speech. Why do I need a, you know, a media trainer? But you do offer um, consulting sessions for, like you said, like just to be a leader in your company, mm-hmm. to give, you know, presentations to just continue that, you know, that growth. Right. And speaking of TEDx, a lot of people, some companies will hire me because they want to do a TED-like talk. Mm. Doesn't necessarily have to be, I want to do a TED talk, but say that someone has a, like a pharmaceutical company has their a yearly conference and they want five of their doctors to do a TED-like talk to make the conference a little more interesting and not just have the same old slideshow. Sure. So I'll work with them maybe for about three months and then they'll give a presentation about maybe cancer research or something that they're working on. Okay. Yeah. It's so so fascinating. And there's so many angles. Um, You know, I think for our clients, you know, we have certain uh, message points that, Mm -hmm. you know, we want to come across uh, in, you know, pitching and and social media. And it's, I know it's training the different, um, you know, members of the leadership team, right, to to have those messages when they're on, uh, or consistent messaging when they're on podcasts and putting the brand out there to the world. That is so important. And I will get that. A lot of times people will say, it seems like we have a mission statement, but everyone in our firm, in our initial client meetings, we're not all saying the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. And it may sound boring to do the same exact thing, but once you get it, once everyone starts saying it, and you can put it in your own words, but it is true. It's so important to have that that messaging throughout the same from the yes. highest person at the top to someone who just started. Absolutely. And that we always say that you're the people that work for who work for the companies are the best um, brand ambassadors, their networks, what they're, you know, saying to people they meet at parties who could be potential, uh-huh. you know, clients to make sure that's all, you know, um, consistent. Um, and there was another um, uh, point that I loved is also pitching uh, new business. You know, Mm. business uh, presentations when you're meeting with potential clients, you know, making sure um, that you're really strategic. You know, it's there's like, you know, if you're not salesy and you're, you know, there's so many different personalities, but you you want to be your authentic self. But, you know, you do talk in a way that you but you want to seal the deal. Exactly. Like you're bringing that up. So 
a lot of times I'll work with someone and we'll talk about, okay, what's your audience like? When you go into this meeting and there's five people, five people that you want as new clients, tell me a little bit about their personalities. Mm -hmm. What do they do? How much time do they have? What do they want from you? And you always start with the audience in mind. And that's what mm -hmm. so many people forget. They think, oh, it's all about me. It's not. Mm -hmm. It's like, how will you improve the lives of those five people sure. sitting there? Yes. So we talk about that. We, we, we talk about, okay, what's their day like? What are their problems? What are their pain points? Mm -hmm. And then we come up with that strategic, I call it the 90-second compartment, what you want to say at the very beginning mm. to set the tone okay. for that meeting. So the very beginnings yes. of your meetings are so important, too. Okay, got it. Oh, any tips or examples? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Oh, I was thinking. So. Sure, I could give you one. <laughs> yeah. So talking about the 90-second compartment, that, that's what I call it, because you really should take only about 60 to 90 seconds mm -hmm. when you first meet that group of people. Now, of course, you let them say whatever they need to say first because it's it's their meeting. But you start off and you always have to start off with empathy. Mm -hmm. Like you start off, hey, I know that, you know, the weather's really bad. I really appreciate you guys being here. And you put yourself into their frame of mind. And you talk about, okay, what they might be experiencing. Like um, maybe many of you have questions about blah, blah, blah. So you think they think you've actually done some thinking about them. They love that when you've spent some time thinking about, oh, those are my pain points. And then within that 90 seconds, you want to always have your key message. And I'm going to put you on the spot for a second. And Lauren can answer this too. Lauren's like <laughs> if you were to say, what would your key message be about brand groupies? Mm. Like you want to rock someone's brand. Yes. What is it? You well, do? we always see uh, ourselves as benefiting them as a, as a one-stop shop and okay. our, you know, 45 years <laughs> plus experience combined um, really, you know, allows them to trust us okay. 200% and allows these high-level CEOs and, and C-suite leaders to focus on what they need to do and just trust that, you know, the marketing, PR, social is going to be, you know, top-notch, above their expectations, and it's one less thing they have to worry about. Exactly. And, so, you know, it all helps their business growth. That's our our goal. So it's like you're doing that part while they can focus yes. on what they need and to focus trust. on. It's, it's and it's trust. A lot of trust. Yeah. So you would somehow get that into one key statement, and you would say it to that five those mm. five people. And you want to reiterate that several times during the meeting. So you say that, and then after you say that, you would say the three reasons why I know this is because, and then you would say that, okay, and then <laughs> I'll send it to you. You would say the three reasons. That would be your credentialing, mm -hmm. your key message. Okay. And then quickly tell them how the meeting's going to be set out. And you briefly say, I'm going to start with this. I'm going to go with this. And I will answer all your questions at the end if you have some. But by giving them that that little formula at the beginning of each meeting, it gets everybody to stop thinking about, oh, wait, is she going to answer this? Or And then you reemphasizing your key message over and over so they remember you when you sure, leave. Sure. This all sounds very simple, but no, it does take no, it does take a while to 
come up with that 90 seconds. That's great. No, that's so helpful. That's that's great. And, um, you know, we're always talking about the, ele- you know, the elevator pitch, but really getting that, you know, that down or without whatever messaging and what sets people apart or how they can benefit. Right. You know, the client right. as well. So and we see it. Um, transcending um, all different industries. Like, I know you said you're involved with techies, but we see this being useful across the board. You got right? it. I was just, I was Anybody. just naming my last Easy. week. <laughs> I, <was gonna> say. <laughs> I mean, any industry, and we just happen to be in the AEC industry, you know, as well. Um, but it just is so useful to, um, you know, I'm sure all different leaders. Exactly. Anybody, anybody, anybody who has. I work with people on their meetings. I work with people on their keynotes. Um, sometimes people will just have a simple presentation that mm-hmm. they have to do. And I work with all different types of people from all different backgrounds. So it's just a matter of wanting to practice a little bit mm-hmm. and rehearse. Yeah. No, that's great. And I know you have big corporate clients, but you're also available for consulting Right. Sessions exactly. That are might might be doable for anyone who might not have, you know, um, the major corporate corporate, you know, um, backing or an issue. Sure. Sure. So. It's I've I've been lucky enough to work with some biz, big businesses, but I will get calls from local businesses, people that just mm-hmm. want to maybe they're interviewing. They want sure. to work on their interviewing skills. I get calls from moms who want help with their children that are applying to colleges, and we work on interviewing skills with that. Um, sometimes I do work with other coaches that want to do maybe a keynote for their businesses, um, but I love it. I love helping. I love helping people come up with what their message is, and so they can say it clearly. That's over great. and over. over. I love it. That's yeah. great. And your background, tell us a little bit about your arts background. My arts how background. How contributed to where you are you know, today. Sure. So I'm, I'm one of eight kids. So when I told my parents that I wanted to be a theater major, I'm not so sure they even heard me. You know? <laughs> it was like, okay, um, which one is this? Yeah. So um, I was a theater major, dance minor, and acted uh, for about... You know, from the time I graduated to uh, the time I had children in my 30s. So that was all over the United States. And I do think that I apply some of the acting and directing with my clients Mm -hmm. because I really ask, you know, that first session, I ask a lot of questions and I really get to the bottom of who they are. Mm And sometimes the most interesting things will happen when someone's just saying something as an aside. And so we figure out what really makes them tick, really what their passion is, what do they stand for, what are their values, how do they want to bring their values into the workplace. And that first section is just tons of questions and then I would prefer to just start broad mm-hmm. and then get more detailed as we start writing together. I see. But it's fun because yeah. people learn a lot about themselves mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. when they're trying to write a short, you know, a short presentation. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And and there is so much that can take it, you know, you can do to take it to the next 
level and, right. and evolve um, from there. And what did you stu- um, study besides? It was just arts and and dance, or did you? It was uh, first. It was psychology. Okay, and then psychology. I went into, that Then I went into theater and theater, music, okay. and dance. All right, and then went back to school for coaching. Okay. Yeah. I love it. That's great. And you're also um, coaching international, I mean, nationally, right, as well? Yeah. So anyone can. Yeah. Well, with Zoom, Zoom, you can coach anyone now. Yes. So. So. And how did um, the last two years fare for you? Was it um, because of more Zooms or? Well, I try not to think. Yes, let's keep going forward. No, it's okay. Um, Because I would say, oh, because of Zoom, I was able to explain. Expand, you I know, was more. able to expand more. I was able to meet a lot more people. Like yes. I, I worked with people in colleges across the country that I wouldn't normally sure. been able to work with. Um, I will say I'm someone that loves to go and be in person mm-hmm. and coach in person. And I am amazed that I got used to coaching people over Zoom. And now I don't even... I don't even, I can't even tell the difference anymore. Yes. But things are opening up a little more. It is fun to do things in person. But you're right. I got to meet more people, make more sure. connections Okay. with Zoom. I love it. Um, and as far as um, people who are building their brands, I mean, you have your, you know, your startup entrepreneurs and then you have your, you know, more established, um, you know, executives that might be with a, um, you know, a big company, what would you recommend? A lot of, you know, entrepreneurs are like, okay, where do I start? What do I need to do, you know, first to get my messaging down? And there's so many steps as far as building your, you know, your marketing plan, your website, your, you know, your communication, your profile, things like that. At what, I guess at what stage, say an entrepreneur is starting something, what would you think would be ideal for you to jump in? Like early on or me to coach them? Yeah. yeah. Well, this goes back to, you know, this goes back to a word that you use that I put in my on my website and it's it's authentic. Mm -hmm. And I know that word gets tossed around a lot. Yeah. But I think the sooner you begin Mm -hmm. just and it doesn't really matter what age you are, but. The sooner you begin really just trying to figure it out, figure out who you are, what your values are, what you want the next five years to look like. I, I'm laughing right mm-hmm. now because I just heard this. Did you ever hear the story about Oprah? About um, she was imitating Barbara Walters. Oh, I don't know. I didn't so she was she was starting out yes. and she just started out for CBS. And I okay. love the story. It's total an authentic story. And she said that, you know, she didn't really know who she was. Mm. And she's like, who am I? I'm this kid on TV. But but she did love Barbara Walters. So she was talking like Barbara. She was putting her hand like this, like Barbara. She was nodding like Barbara. And she one night was on the news and she, Oprah said that, you know, she was very impressed with herself that she'd gotten this job. She'd been there for six months and she was started to like, try to talk a little bit more like Barbara. And she was listing, she was listing different countries and 
she came to Canada and she pronounced it Canada instead okay. of Canada. And she just started laughing. That was the day she decided not to try to imitate mm. Barbara Walters because she said <laughs> that I will be a much better Oprah mm-hmm. than I will in imitation of Barbara Aww. Walters. Yeah. So. Your question that you asked me, I just go back to mm-hmm. if it's not me, find someone, yeah. you know, if it's if it's a brand ambassador, whoever it is, yeah. someone that will help you pull out the best in you. Sure. And figure out who it is you are. Yes. You're and right. go from there. And it may change in five years. Yes. Yeah. It may yeah. change. I'm sure you aren't the same person yeah. you were. Yeah. Uh, totally. 15 I, years ago. And I think some people, you know, don't realize that um, as like the face of the brand or, you know, that human element um, sep- it differentiates their brand no matter what. You know, everyone's mm-hmm. like, what what makes me unique? And it's it's the per- it's the people, you know, behind the brand and uh, just to, you know, be authentic and and be who they are. No one else is like them. They're original. So you got there it. you go. The you're, good, the bad, the ugly. No one else is like you. Yeah. That differentiates you mm-hmm. right off the bat. So, um, yeah, what is it point. you tell people when you, when you work with them? Uh, I know, I know I'm not the host, but I'm curious. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, we, we have a process, um, where we do a brand binge and we nail down their brand pillars uh-huh. and really, um, you know, f- do what we do a deep dive and to really think strategically and creatively and look at their, um, you know, their five-year plan and think, you know, long-term and we really narrow it down. And one of the pillars is the face of the brand. Like who do they want to be the face of the brand? You know, some of our clients, we have five, five faces of the brand because they're all in different leadership positions mm-hmm. and they can all talk to different, you know, subjects and topics and, you know, angles in, in the press. Um, so we, we feel like we need that, you know, that foundation. And I, I mean, we believe as early on as possible, the better. And then, okay, good. I'm glad you said oh, no, that. <laughs> no, I agree. No, totally. We believe, you know, getting that foundation down. And then, of course, it's going to evolve. But right. you need to start somewhere. Maybe, it, it, you know, we've shifted the business model, our business model, like a lot of times since in seven years. Right. But at least there's something to start with. And you keep updating it and, you know, say a new partner comes on and then they come on. And um, but in the beginning, I think the messaging is is so important because once right. you nail that down, everything else follows. It's right. like it fuels social and PR and marketing and events and decisions that you're going to make. Is that on brand? Is Does that make sense? Your font. You know? Is it resonating? I know. Well, that's, <laughs> is it resonating with people? Exactly. Yeah. I know. So it's... um you know, really, you know, getting that, especially in the bios and the and the profiles and especially getting them ready to talk to editors and be interviewed on podcasts. I mean, that's, you know, that's huge. And that all stems from creating, you know, the initial branding assets. And, Good. And I'm glad you said start no, sooner. Totally. Even, if, even if it isn't the best decision, it's yes. still a decision. Yes. It, it you when you look at someone's brand or you read their bio or you look at their just little posts you can tell so much about them mm-hmm. just from the little things sure. and and take a stand where yes. you are yeah I don't know if I take a, a good enough stand, but <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's awesome. Um, and I was going to, and there are so many coaches out there, <laughs> again, what sets you apart, but it's you, you're MK, you're authentically you. And, um, but you know, there are so many coaches out there. There are. So many. Yeah. And I know um, they all have different missions, but really, 
you know, what does, I know. You're, what you're does set you me are. apart? Okay. <laughs> well, you know, it's your. Well, cookies your for one. Your cookies. I always, oh, yeah. I always bring cookies. I always bring co- coaching cookies and people think I'm yes. I'm lying about that. I, I do. I always yes. bring people cookies. Um, I think which does set me apart. And I know this because I've worked with other public speaking coaches is um, we talk about something in coaching. It's called technical changes versus adaptive challenges. Mm -hmm. So if you work with me, um, I'm not going to tell you things like smile more, make more eye contact, take your hands out of your pockets. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go in and we're going to talk about okay, what is it that you're thinking about the audience? Why do you really think you're afraid of public speaking? Or let's talk about some of, you know, your bad experiences. Or let's talk about what actually goes on before you step on stage. And everybody is so different with Mm -hmm. their formula. Um, what, what works for you may not work for Lauren or Ming. Mm -hmm. I, I remember one time I had a, um, a male nurse that was very, um, insecure about the meetings that he was putting on. This was years ago. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, I know that everybody is in, a big hurry. And I know that these doctors are so busy and they don't want this paperwork and, and, and they're probably judging me and thinking I haven't gone to school as long as they, and he had all of this, Uh. this huge story. So we had to decipher through, okay, what is really true about Mm. that? And how can you go into this meeting feeling like you're secure? So we, we really tried to figure out what was going to work for him. And what worked for him was he was putting too much emphasis on what they thought of him. Mm-hmm. And and we really worked on, and I know I've told you this before, that these people all have lives mm-hmm. in the audience. And as much as you want to improve their life and you think that you have like this wonderful presentation. They have lives. Like someone just fought with his wife this morning. Someone's son just wrecked his car. Uh, someone in the back is thinking about how much they want that donut mm-hmm. on the table. You know, people have lives. So you're really, as much as you think you're the center of everything, yeah. you're not. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> I mean, totally. <laughs> but that's what worked for him. And yes. I swear his meetings improved oh, so much great. because he realized all I have to do is transfer the knowledge I have onto them and then they leave and, and we're going to call it a day. Wow. But we have to figure it out together. Like sure. what's going to make you feel more confident? Yes. And if it's a yeah. system or if it's a formula or if it's, how we place different things in your presentations, sure. we figure it out together. Yeah. So I guess that's how I'm a little different. I love It's that. a very I long-winded uh, way I'm different. And we laugh a lot, too. Sure, yeah. We laugh a lot. Yeah. <laughs> the 
<laughs> you have the best energy. I'm telling you, we uh, we talk about you. We're just like we need more MK in our lives. Oh, thank you. I, <laughs> no, I'm so glad. Fun. I wish everyone thought that way. Yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting because and and public speaking is like people are so fearful of it. And me too. I've been like I go through phases, you know. And even starting the podcast, I mean, full transparency, I was a nervous wreck. Like I'm like I I hate talking in public, but I was so passionate about talking to entrepreneurs and it just took me years to kind start to feel comfortable and I just is there like how can people feel comfortable faster or is it just- <laughs> I just have to do when it. you say people, Carrie, do you have any people in mind? I know. Is this for a friend? I know, right? How can you feel? I know. Well, well I would breathing love to technique. tell you. Well, yeah, breathing. Bre- you know, the breathing. Like, the power do you drink houses. coffee? Do you drink? You, you do know, not wine. drink coffee. <laughs> do not drink wine. I've seen it all happen. Um, people thinking they could drink a lot and then said, uh, "Okay, I know." The best thing to do yes. is prepare. Of course, it's, yes, it's practice. A lot of people think that they hate public speaking. What they hate is preparing to speak Mm. in public. Um, And they hate the feeling of not being prepared. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's it's a learned skill. Everybody can learn how to do it. And it's really, um, when I work with people, like I said, we try to come up with what's going to work for them. But you have to allow yourself so much time mm-hmm. to learn something and sure. get it, get it, get it. I mean, like so taking piano for the first time. Yes. You can't just sit down and know how to play the piano, right? Mm-hmm. There, There is a certain amount of practice. Absolutely. You have to, and being a musician, yeah. you know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, me being a musician, there's a, there's practice rehearsal that, that you have to do. But once once you know how to rehearse, sure, you're yes. going to take that into your other yes public speaking Absolutely. things that you have to do. You're right. It is. So, the more you practice, it's like you you know. It is practice. Feel more confident. Yes, for sure. But uh, wish I could tell you that it was something more. I know, I know, but it is true. Like the right before, and then usually once people start talking, it's like ah, I'm fine, you know. But it's just the the time before, and just wonder, you know, why is that. That well, you know, I will. I will also say this, and this is a very hard thing to do, but I'm sure you will agree. When yeah. you are present and really just listening and just being there, like right now, yes, I want to be here. I want to be talking to you. I'm not thinking about is she going to ask me some horrible question. I, I really want whoever's listening to this Mm -hmm. i want them to know that you know there is hope with public speaking um it's very hard to tell people to just be present present but the more present you are the more you're going to connect to your authentic self you're going to be able to use your words so if that enjoy it right i try to right Oh, no, that's that's awesome. Well, that's great advice. And I think that's that's great for anyone um, listening. And I just love how you're accessible to any level of, you know, person, wherever anyone is at their in their career and their personal life. You know, you're you can I help am. them. 
I am. I'm very accessible. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's not as bad as you think it is. It's it's no. not. People always think that I'm grading them or something. I'm like, no, I'm not giving you a grade. <laughs> I have. I don't have a workbook where I'm grading you. I'll go into a workshop and people will be like, you know, yes. sorry, I hit the microphone. Yeah. And they're worried that I'm going to somehow go back to their boss yeah. and tell them. Um, but I'm really here to support yes. and help. Yeah. And I love it. I You're love so- getting the calls and the emails that, oh, you know, I killed it or oh yeah um, I was more confident than I thought I was going to be. And I just, I get more excited about it than they do. That's great. So, now I can yeah. see it. And where do you see your um, yourself going in the next year or two? Would you like to focus on more, you know, um, I don't know, corporate uh, workshops or want more one-on-one or certain industries that get you I have to say, I love, love, love the one-on-one work. Mm. I I love it. I will do anything. I'll do the bigger, um, I'll do, you know, the big workshops. But I love the one-on-ones because I feel like sometimes when people are around their peers or other people they work with, they might not open up as much. But when we're one-on-one, we get a lot done sure. faster. Yes. Um, and I just get to know a little bit more about them. But the next year, I hope to work with um, anyone with a heartbeat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding. Uh, I I will work with the bigger businesses, the smaller businesses. I'm working with I'm doing a workshop, a four part workshop with specific coaches in mind. So it's coaching for coaches. Okay. Um, And yeah, I'm up for anything. Just just work. I I love love it. it. I love that's so amazing. It's so great, and I love how it's evolved. I think back to. you know, the fashion PR days with media trainers. I just remember in like the 90s when they would have the big camera, the media trainer would come in and they have the big camera and they would just film, you know, the the CEO like sitting there and then they would just critique. Oh, no. I like, hate that. I'm not. I'm and, so not that person. Do you know person. what I mean? I, I am they, not that person. And then you'd it, have to watch it back and you'd be like, oh, my God. Like it was this big, no. was this big thing. And now I just feel like your you know approach or how it's evolved is is well thank you I hate that great I hate (laughs) that that I've worked with people that do that that uh that will film you as soon as you walk in I'm like why would anyone want to see themselves weigh 10 pounds more and nervous like as soon as it makes you feel worse And I do, if you want to record yourself at the very end, after you've you've trained and rehearsed, fine. Yes. But not that for, oh, that's I know, just, I know. that's just no that's good. What I, that's what I always thought about <laughs> media training. So it's come a long way and <laughs> you're so much, you're so much fun. Um, and, uh, and how do you uh, build your, your business? Is it? Word of mouth? Do you do marketing? Well, as you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm not like marketing fiends like you guys. You guys are awesome with oh. how much you put out there and the businesses you work with. I try to just stay positive, repost mm-hmm. articles I mm-hmm. think people will find useful. 
I never bring up, you know, politics or no. anything. I but I think, you know, building good relationships mm-hmm. is always useful. Sure. And um so I all I can say is trying to be as positive and useful on social media as possible mm-hmm. and try to figure out what my audience wants to hear. Yeah. And, um, you know, sometimes you give things away for free and you do a little research and make sure that people can see what's going on in your industry. Mm-hmm. Um, am I missing anything? No, I think that's great. Yeah. I think LinkedIn is, is big yeah, for you, right? I do I think LinkedIn. A, lot of a, li- a little business. Instagram, um, but mostly LinkedIn. Yeah. 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 Because you can make very good professional connections on LinkedIn. Absolutely. And you never know where they live or who they know. or That's true. Yeah. I need to be um, great. And did you have a favorite favorite client or project you ever worked on? Oh, you know, I should bring this up. Um, Right now I'm on a a thing that's called the Ignite, ICF Ignite program. Mm. So I'm on a committee with two other women. And we were able to get 20 coaches to donate 10 hours of free coaching for homeless shelters wow. in New Jersey. That's so um, they're coaching like the CEOs of several homeless shelters in New Jersey. And these people, you know, with COVID oh my gosh. and homelessness, and these are people that would never be able to afford coaching Mm -hmm. or would never be able to have the opportunity. So this last four months, that's what we've been um, doing and the coaching just started. That's amazing. So that's something that's That's very exciting for me right now. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. Because I feel like I haven't been as good this last year with giving back. I've I've just tried to, you know, figure out what was for dinner that night. Yeah. (laughs) Shower. <laughs> I know. I know. We're all making up for lost. Yeah. So that's that's wonderful. And um, is there any advice you'd like to leave part of our list? What can I tell you? Let me see. <laughs> my kids would be like, "You want you want advice from my mother?" <laughs> yeah. Right, mom. Um, you know, I think if I were to say, this is going to go back to the authenticity. Mm-hmm. Um, Whether you're advertising, trying to figure out who the heck you are, uh, you're going to make some mistakes, make some decisions early and and just try to stick with them. Mm -hmm. And eventually you are going to resonate with the people, you know, your tribe. I hate I hate to overuse that word, but you will if you build those relationships, trust who you are. Um, walk away from things that aren't working. <sighs> That's my advice, I think, uh, for the day. Um, and that and, um, you know, if something doesn't feel right in the beginning, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It, you can you can move to the next thing. I think we had this conversation yes. before. Yeah. You you talked about people that you worked with in the beginning, and yep. I talked about, and eventually you're going to yeah, get the like, people. Okay. Trust your gut. It takes a while. It's not overnight. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. That's great advice. Oh, thank you. And then, of course, our Brand Group Beast Challenge. If MK Larson public speaking were a song. Was this a word? Was this a song? Wait a minute. 
this wasn't part of my contract. <laughs> what would that song be? So I know I'm cheesy. I'm going to see Journey on Sunday night. So mine would be Don't Stop Believing because I always say, like, don't stop believing in your business, in your brand. Like, you can. You say that or Journey says that. Well, Journey says that. So I, that would be my song. (laughs) She's a plagiarizer, folks. So Um, I know it's like so cliche. I I love that song. Um, Yeah. Mine would be. I think mine would be It's a Beautiful Day. Mm. You too. I love that song. Great one. Yeah. And your positivity shines. I try. I try. But um, yeah, he's got a lot of good lyrics. So I'd say a beautiful day or Mm -hmm. I did it my way. Bring Sinatra into it. Love it. Yeah. No, that's great. Well, thank you. And do you want to mention your uh, social uh, channels or Sure. Sure. You can find find me at um, mklarson publicspeaking.com I'm on LinkedIn is MK Larson and where else uh, my email sure give me your email <laughs> okay it's mk9 at gmail.com awesome thank well, you for thank having you. me you're amazing and anyone who's lucky enough to work with you or anyone who works with you is is lucky oh Carrie so, yes. same to you and Lauren no, you're, you're fantastic and Ming and Ming <laughs> shout out to Ming <laughs> thank you Ming <laughs> well thank you so much and you're the first guest in the Red all right office. thank you guys thank you have a beautiful day <laughs> It's a beautiful day